Anything having to do with the genitals? I think I can say genitals. Even genital? Okay, no, genitals. I, th- I can say genitals, but. But the, everything else. Everything else. Needs More to specific, be... I think you would need to bleep out. Yeah. It's not like anybody knows where. Anyway. You know? You know what I'm saying? It's like it's one of those. It's like one of Earth's mysteries. It's like the seven <laughs> wonders of the It's like the eighth wonder of the world. Sure. There's like Niagara Falls, and there's like. Uh, I don't even know what the other wonders of the world are. Isn't it like the the gardens of like the hanging gardens? Isn't yeah, that yeah, one of that's them? one yeah. of them. That's yeah. one of them. Uh, and the yeah, so yeah. you got to bleep <laughs> that out both times, <laughs> three times. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. Uh, we'll find it one. We day. can say hanging gardens. I think uh, the only way to get to the <laughs> through the hanging, hanging gardens. gardens. That's five times now. <laughs> that was the weeping eye. Is that what the term yes, is? Right yeah. through the weeping eye. Yeah. To the okay. That's six. six times. That's six times. Okay. okay. All right, kids. This is the One Beer In Podcast, the podcast where two brews crack open a brew and see where that one brew takes us. My name is Marco Dupa. With me, as always, the great and powerful Adam Obesius Rodriguez. What's up, y'all? Uh, tonight's brew is from. Hourglass Brewing Company. It's true. And Obi, you went and grabbed this, so uh, just give us a little bit before we get to the break. What what, what are we drinking? Uh, well, this is the Chizard, as Chizard. I've, I've been told it's pronounced. I thought it was uh, maybe a Chizard. The Chizard. Uh, clearly influenced by Pokemang. Um, but yeah, yeah, it's an IPA. Uh, I believe it's technically a double IPA. And uh, we're going to see where this guy takes us. All right. Well, Obi's going to have a little bit more about that after the break. What's on tap for tonight? We're going full on Last of Us cast, okay? The season finale was, uh, as of this recording, a couple of days, well, probably a week ago at this point. And so we're going to talk about the season finale and what we think may be to come with season two and onward. Sure. Right? Yep. And then... Cheers of the week, all that jazz, everything else. You guys stay tuned. It's going to be a good episode. Mm-hmm. I can feel it in my bones. Mm-hmm. All right? Mm. So without further ado, let's get this fucking podcast mm. ripping and rolling. This is episode 385 of the One Beer In podcast. Ooh, thick girl. Mm-hmm. As I said, the One Beer In Podcast. The podcast where two brews crack open a brew and see where that one brew takes us. For the third time, my name is Marco Duba, and that <laughs> is Adam Obesius Rodriguez. In case you forgot. Mm-hmm. Just want you guys to know, don't ever forget it. Sure. Okay? Uh, tonight's brew, Hourglass Brewing Company, the Chizard. Chis- or Chizard. Sipping on some Chizard. If you're from uh, Memphis, Tennessee. Uh-huh. And, uh, Obi, you got a little bit more about what we're drinking today? I sure do. This is from untapped.com. This is the Chizard Hourglass Brewing. Uh, it is a double IPA. Comes in at 7.3%. Not very strong for a double, I, I, I dare say. I, I, would, I would say. I would also dare. <laughs> I, I, <laughs> I would say. I, I, I do say. I, I do say. I say. I say. Uh, according to Untapped, and I, I think they pulled this probably from, you know, uh, actually, Hourglass. Who's that beer? 
Who's that beer? It's Chizzard. A fire blast of fresh grapefruit and melon on this super potion makes for an impressively approachable double, excuse me, IPA. IPA. Plenty of hoppy, grassy glide, but balanced enough to land with a pillowy, soft finish. A truly evolved version mm. of our IPAs. Catch this one before it runs away. Mm. I like those callbacks, uh, and I like the puns. Everything nice. about this, other than the bartender bartender telling us that it is not the right way to pronounce it, is making me <laughs> want to call it the Chizard. Yeah, yeah. I said Chizard. The bartender t- corrected me and said, you mean the Chizard? And I said, yes. That sure. is what listen, I meant. Listen, listen. If the title of this beer is Chizzard, sure, I accept that. And that's fine. And I'm not trying to correct this bartender. All I'm saying <laughs> is literally everything about it makes me think it's called the Chizzard. Sure. Now, let me, let me you know, give Ben for the doubt here. Maybe it's Chizzard to even that little bit more distance it from Pokemon. The label of the beer... <laughs> Is Charizard or maybe, maybe the Chizard? Maybe it's or not. the Chizard. It's a chiz. I think it's a Chizard. It's clearly a Chizard. It's clearly a Chizard because it can't be a Charizard. It cannot be a Charizard. That it's is that would be infringement, and we can't do that. Man, can, so can, is is this okay to just like write something on a notebook piece of paper, and then that's the beer label? That was our. Because let me tell that you, that was something. our first logo. I was just about to say I got plenty <laughs> of drawings <laughs> that can go on. To a beer label, if this yeah. is good enough. Well, I, I I gotta be honest with you. The the label itself is what got me to go into Hourglass after being gone for a while. So, you know, I appreciate the Chizzard, Chizzard uh, for its branding alone. So. Sipping on some Chizzard, sip sipping on some sip, sipping on some Chizzard. Yeah. So that's the Chizzard. All right. That is the Chizzard. All right, let's get let's just get right into it, because you guys, if you've been pe- keeping up with the podcast and if you've been keeping up with HBO's The Last of Us, you will know that every week we have done a recap of last week's episode. And since last week's episode was the season finale, we will recap the finale. And yep. then we're going to talk about just what we think about the season as a whole and what we think is going to come in season two and onward. Sure. But we can't get through any of that until, Obi, you give us a synopsis and a recap of the season finale. I so, would love to. Hit us. Uh, episode nine, the finale, is called Look for the Light. Uh, in this episode, um, we had a flashback uh, that actually is new for everyone involved. This was not in the video game, but we see Anna... Uh, who is Ellie's mom, get bitten and kill the... Uh, was was that technically a clicker? I would say so, yeah. Okay, by the, the clicker. It was clicky enough the infected, at that point. The infected, um, as she's literally giving birth to Ellie. Uh, then we see that Marlene... Marlene finds uh, Anna, and Anna makes her promise that she's going to take care of Ellie to make sure that she's safe. Not necessarily committing her to be her mom, but just to make sure that she survives and is cool. Now, Anna does lie about cutting the umbilical cord before she's 
bitten, which we can only assume is exactly the the miracle that made for Ellie to be immune to the cordyceps yeah. uh, fungus. And this is something that's not really explored in the game. Correct. Uh, it, it's been speculated that we're going to get the story one way or another for a long time. Because uh, apparently Neil Druckmann had plans to make it, you know, either a, a DLC of its own or uh, a comic or something of that nature. But obviously this came around and they couldn't resist doing that for the HBO show. So we get that backstory. Um, and then we're fast forwarded to uh, our current state of events, which is Joel and Ellie continuing to make their way to the uh, hospital that they've been trying to get to this entire time. So I was trying to pet Celine. That's fine. That's fine. I understand. I do that all the time. Um, it's worth it. I want to let you know if you pet her. It's, it's definitely worth it. Um, but along the way, uh, you can tell Joel is kind of unsure about continuing this mission. And Ellie is kind of at times uh, non-responsive. Uh clearly off in her own and it's understandable after where we left the story before then Mm -hmm. where she was attacked by david yeah we can tell that that's still affecting her and um you know joel is really trying to be on his dad game uh express that you know he's he's trying to think of the future with her where uh it's you know him finding a guitar and teaching her how to play guitar which is a hint at part two. Mm-hmm. Um, and she's not really having it. She's not there. But then suddenly she's distracted, doesn't bring down the ladder for him. He freaks out, which this happens in the game as well. Uh, but he eventually catches up to her in this building and they find giraffes, which is a major um, relief, I'd say, in the story where y- you finally get to see Ellie take a a, a a breath of of fresh air <laughs> we all get <clears throat> we all get a breather yeah we yeah. all get to take a a, a breath yes we all get yes to take a deep breath from from the tension of the story because it's been very tense um and so that's actually where joel tells her like hey we can go back like we can just go to tommy's we don't have to continue this trek to the uh, the hospital and Ellie tells him, I mean, all the stuff that we've been through and that, that I've done and that I've been through has to be for something. So, you know, finish what let's finish this and then I will go wherever you want to go after that. And, uh, you know, we have this very touching scene on top of that where something I don't remember the exact line, but along the lines of, um, you know, Joel talks about his scar Mm -hmm. and saying you know it wasn't somebody else the guy who shot at me was me (laughs) i tried to kill myself after i lost my daughter and actually i guess i should say unlive myself since we're on youtube um and uh, okay and i uh you know i flinched and that's why uh i have the scar and i I didn't die obviously um but that's how that happened and uh ellie says well I guess time heals all wounds, and he goes, "It wasn't the time." Wasn't time. So very touching. She gets awkward about it, which is true to their characters, mm-hmm. and uh, they continue on. 
and Ellie breaks out the the good old pun book, and suddenly some some guys behind them throw a flashbang. <laughs> yeah, knock them both out. It was really funny. Yeah, like they're they're talking, they're uh-huh. walking, and he just behind. <laughs> just what? Like, Boom! Yeah, yeah, and uh, they're knocked out. Both of them are knocked out. Uh, Joel wakes up eventually. And uh, Marlene's there to tell him, thanks for bringing her. I'm surprised you were able to make it this far. Because I barely made it, and I had a full team with me. Um, I owe you. Now get out of here, basically. Mm. And Joel says, "Uh, no, I need Cielli. I need to talk to her. Yeah. She says, you can't do that. He says, why? And she says, well... You know, the cordyceps infection in, infects the brain. So she's in surgery right now. And essentially, she ain't making it out. I'm sorry, buddy. But she gonna die. And he's upset about that. Yeah. But is essentially told, you can't do anything about it. We will kill you if you try to interfere. And so he's ex- escorted out of the hospital, eventually turns on, on the soldiers who are trying to get him out of there, and uh, goes on a killing spree. Killing spree. <laughs> it's pretty incredible. He goes yeah. on, on, on an entire killing spree through, through the hospital, eventually gets to the um, uh, where, where Ellie is, and shoots the surgeon. In the head, mm. takes Ellie out, runs into Marlene. Marlene says, "Hey, stop it! Stop <laughs> it, you! Hey, hey! Don't do that! Don't do that! No and, more killing!" Yeah, and uh, Joel ends up shooting Marlene. And Joel's like, "One more killing! One more! Just give me one more! <laughs> Just give me one more!" Yeah. So he kills Marlene uh, and tells like she's begging for her life and he says you're only going to uh come after her anyway then murders her does the double tap on her Mm -hmm. um we cut to ellie and joel in the truck ellie comes to eventually she's obviously confused uh he makes up something about raiders coming and taking over or trying to take over the um the hospital and we cut to them getting closer to Tommy's after their their uh, hike. And eventually, Ellie confronts him, confronts Joel about what actually happened. Because she can tell something's wrong. She says, swear that what you said actually happened. And he, he looks her in the face and says, I swear. And Ellie says, okay. Okay. And that's it. That's the end of HBO's <clears throat> Last of Us. Season one. Season one. So do we talk... <laughs> First, do we talk about just like the, sh- the episode itself and then its implications? I think it's worth it since we've just went over what happened in episode nine to let's talk about the season as a whole at this point. Well, cause I, I, I do want to delve into 
the reaction to this the series finale, season finale. Okay, and, sure, and, sure, and, sure, sure, and people's misunderstanding of what they watched. Okay, okay, that's fine. And I feel like actually now that you bring it up, we maybe should examine episode nine a bit more because we had some speculation and some worries about the brevity of this episode because it's i think if not the shortest one of the shortest episodes of this season yeah at only i think 43 minutes yeah so i was definitely worried getting started with this episode this episode especially with the stuff of anna beforehand Mm-hmm. How they're going to pack in not only new information, but also the full conclusion of this story and really land it. Yeah. And for me, they did that. They definitely they found a way to land the, the ship uh, in that short amount of time. Yeah. I think it worked personally. Yeah. What do you think? I think that the episode should have been about an hour long. I think that 15 more minutes... To kind of really drive home the points that they were trying to do yeah. with the Fireflies, with Marlene, with the devastation that he wreaks upon the hospital. And then the um, the final shot of them making it to Tommy's and her uh, realization that the only person that she's trusted basically in her life mm-hmm. also lied to her. Yeah. She knows it. She can feel it in her stomach. All of that, I think, could have been deserved, I'd, I'd say, about 15 more minutes of screen time. I mean, I think that they uh, do what they are what they set out to do in sure. 43 minutes. But if you give them 15 more minutes, I think they could have done it better. What do you think they could have done more specifically? Like, where, where could they have filled in some I, gaps I, for you? I really felt like after... They got to the hospital that and, – and, and so this is cheating for my, for my part because I played the game. So I know sure. what's coming, right? Yeah, we should say we, we're coming from a place of having played both games. Mm-hmm. Yeah. So for me, <clears throat> watching it and knowing what's about to happen, you're kind of it, – it, it's, it's unfair to say that – it took them too long or not long enough to get through a thing that I already know is about to happen. Yep. It's like reading the book, then watching the adaption mm-hmm. and, and knowing what's about to happen. So from that perspective, once once you meet once once you figure out that Marlene is the one who you know it's her team, the Fireflies, who threw the flashbang and she's prepped for surgery and stuff. From that point, there's more I think that could have been done. That that could that from that point forward could have been extended a little bit longer sure. to kind of linger on some things. I feel like it was a little rushed from the moment he's ushered out to the moment that he's back in there killing mm. everybody. Yeah, there yeah. all of that could have been just you just kind of I guess dealt with a little bit longer to kind mm. of really drive the point home. Yeah, so. yeah. I I don't disagree with that. I. I will say for what they did, the brevity of that scene put me more on edge. As soon as he woke up and was presented with those facts, given the knowledge that that I had of the game, I was like, "Uh uh-oh, 
Uh oh. Yeah. Uh oh. That's all he needs. When's it happening? Yeah. It's hap like I can tell it's about to happen. How are they gonna do this? Yeah. And from then on it was like a roller coaster ride until the end. Yeah. You know? Both both graphically and emotionally. He bad man. <laughs> yes. Got to do bad things. <laughs> yes. Uh now I I I do side with your, your comment there about it may have been nice to have what we've had all season that I that I've spoken on, uh, kind of being my favorite thing about the show is that it adds. It's an additive thing to the Last of Us storyline that we already know. Mm-hmm. It would have been nice to have been given a bit more <clears throat> at this point because we get light spoilers for. Uh, the second game, we're given more insight into that scene from the Farflies' perspective. Yeah. But it would have been nice to have at least a seed planted now to give them a bit more humanity and understanding as to why Marlene is doing this and has made the mental math to say, yeah, I made this promise to Anna, but we got to do this for the you know the greater good the greater the good the greater good the greater good i think that would have helped to balance it out a little bit more because i feel like the way that they presented it was joel's answer was the only correct answer emotionally speaking at least you can think of it logically and obviously come to your own conclusions <clears throat> but i think the way they present it is joel is in the moral right place emotionally you get him much more than you do the fireflies and marlene in this scenario and maybe that's on purpose because maybe they're they're trying to give you that aspect before we go into season two Mm -hmm. but i feel like if we were to have gotten that 15 minutes that you're talking about i would have liked to have seen that a little bit to balance it out make it a little bit even more complex than we've been yeah just just let marlene at least explain i mean I don't know how much more she needed to explain the fact that, like, I think, I think if it was illustrated that this wasn't an off chance, and hopefully it works. Sure. That if there it goes. Yeah. I knew it wasn't gonna make it. It's okay. Halfway Sorry. Through. Should have charged the battery. I tried. We'll put up the doggy pick. It's okay. Yeah. Um, I think that. Oh, let me just turn the camera off. I mean, it's only it's only half an hour. Should we even upload a YouTube? It'll be good for a picture. <laughs> we'll, we'll fool them. We'll fool you guys we'll f- on YouTube to thinking that we have a full video. Yeah. You then fools. Once you get to this halfway part, you're like, wait a minute. Son There's of a. There's no video at all. <laughs> There's just a picture of a dog. Anyway. Yeah. Um, I think that they could have spent like 15 minutes like – Yes, focusing on, or drive, I guess driving the point home that um, this isn't just some experiment and that sure. they're hoping that this works, but that they, that they know that they can get this to work and that she is humanity's last hope. I guess <clears throat> as it stands, it seems like they're hoping that this works yeah. and they're going to kill her in the hopes this that is, it works. This is their best chance. Yeah. Yeah. Really their only chance because there's no other prospects for anything or that like at least maybe at least some uh uh something in the script that was like we tried everything else 
I think I hear what you're saying, but I think that we were, we as an audience members are supposed are supposed to get that from everything we've heard so far. So like well, the doctor saying like you got to bomb everything. That's the only way we can get out of this. Yeah. Um, well, no, no, that's that's me playing devil's advocate because as far as I'm concerned, personally, I think that they did enough to illustrate that this was the humanity's last hope. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And that. Uh, this needed to happen. I, I will say, I, and this is a complaint about the character herself and not the writing. I want to make that clear. I wish Marlene could have had some kind of empathy for Joel and realizing that he, given his past, and she may or may not know that past, but given the time spent with her, with Ellie, she may have she could have had some realization that like, oh, you know, you've grown, grown fond of this girl. Like you want to protect her yeah. as a daughter. Like, I, okay, I understand that. <sighs> I get it. However, you know, there is, there is a, there is a line in the show where she's like, I get it. Like I, I've known her since birth. So I yeah, yeah, yeah. No, she, she says, I'm the only one who gets it. Yeah. You know, like, I know better than you because I was there when she was born. Yeah. You know, that's true. But at the same time, she doesn't show that compassionately at all. <laughs> you know? No, it really does feel like she's ready to, like, Ellie's life doesn't really right. matter. Which I think is, a, is, is purposeful because, again, neither of, uh, ne- neither Joel nor uh, 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 what, what's, uh, Marlene, uh, give her the choice and that's that's a major thing within the storyline yeah so if this could have all been resolved if they just asked her what she wanted to do if if they brought them to joel and ellie in the same room they both wake up and they go look this is the deal yeah (laughs) you know we 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 got to operate on you you know it's gonna cost you your life we don't want to make any you know allusions to the to to the contrary, but let them you, say their final goodbyes. You if could, they need yeah, to. you could, you could save humanity yeah. if you make the sacrifice. Yeah. Well, and it's not like it was uh, a time-sensitive issue, right? Like, where's that doctor going to go? Yeah. Like, does he have other appointments? Like, right. what, what, what's the deal? He's got nothing else going on, right? I think his ten o'clock is uh, yeah. pretty wide open, <laughs> right? So now, my 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 counter to my own argument here is that. They didn't want to even give the option because this is such a dire situation. They're so desperate. They didn't even think that she would make it, you know? Like this right. was a this was a far cry shot. Right. For her to even make it over here, you know, to, to the hospital. Yeah. But she did. So we're gonna take advantage immediately. Yeah. Like we need to get to this right now. Yeah. The desperation, you know, like that would have caused that to happen that way. So that's my argument against that. So as far as I'm concerned, I have no, like, you know, there, there are no plot holes for me. I think it all works itself out. Could there have been an extra 15 minutes or so, like you're saying? Sure. But yeah. I'm not mad at how it ended up. I think, you know, everything is pretty tight as far as the story goes. Yeah. Yeah. So. Uh, I think before we talk about forward. Sure. I, I too I, I feel like we need to talk about people's reaction to this episode. Okay. And uh where we are in in T V 
where we are in understanding art uh-huh. itself. Where that was weird. <laughs> where we are with uh, with uh, with 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 nuance, with subtlety, and everything like that. Because when this episode came out, there was a small but vocal minority of people who were like, I knew they were going to fuck it up. Yeah. I knew <laughs> they were going to make Joel into this monster. This horrible man. This this sick, sadistic animal. Really? Just murders he, he's a bunch killing of people, people uh, unarmed people. He's just a doing bunch that? of unarmed people in this hospital. I knew they were going to do this. HBO just had to fuck it up. Right. And I'm just I'm flabbergasted. I'm speechless at the people who could watch this watch this episode and and could come to that conclusion. Yeah. To not to not see that the episode was basically a one-to-one adaption of the events of the video game. Well, and on top of that, like I think it underlies un- underlines the difference but like the tactile difference between these two forms of of media yeah whereas if you're the person doing the killing you can justify it however which way you mm, want to right. with headcanon right. of saying like well he's he's only shooting the people that are trying to shoot him right so you know it's it's justified it's fine interesting yeah whereas if you're watching something Obviously, you know, it, it is based off of the creators, the director, the writers, and the, the powers out of your hands. So really, it's, it is truly the interpretation of, you know, the, 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 the person behind this story. Yeah. This is how it was meant to be. Yeah. Not how you interpreted it. So. Right. And mind you, Last of Us is a... I don't know, famously or infamously, depending on which way you're looking at it, um, a, a game that doesn't have choice. It, it, it doesn't give you options. You don't have a choice to not kill the surgeon at the end. Yeah. You have to do it. Yeah. And that's, that's like one you, of the most... You can avoid killing... The nurses. The, yeah. And some of the other people. You can sneak through the level. Sure. And you can get to the surgeon and not kill anybody and only kill the surgeon. Right. Sure. But that's not really the way it's meant to be played. And not only is it not meant to be played that way, but in the grand scheme of things, that doesn't make a difference. <laughs> no, it doesn't. No, and whether you kill everyone in that building or just the surgeon, you are crushing humanity's hope yeah. at a, at a, a cure yeah. for your own selfish reasons. Sure. And you are forced to do that because Neil Druckmann and the writers decided that that's the way the story was going to go. Yes. Which... Before you even have an opinion on that, you have to acknowledge the fact that the TV show does the same exact thing. And not, not only that, but the TV show and the game itself do a very good job, if you're listening, of letting you know through Tess and through Joel himself... He's not a good guy. He's not a good guy. He's not. He's never been a good guy. He's admitted as much. He, in multiple the, times in the 20 years that we have not seen him 
he would have been seen as the villain in any other story. And in nine episodes where we do see him, he's pretty much the villain in every other context other than the main narrative, right. which is you are introduced to Ellie and him protecting Ellie. Yes. Everything else that we've heard about him is that he is a piece of shit. Right. That is like if you were introduced to an uncle that you didn't know, and that uncle was tasked with getting you to your mother across the country. Right. But he you, was a war criminal as well. Right. But you don't know that yet. <laughs> yeah. Everything that you know about this uncle is that he's awesome. He's yeah. super nice to you. Sure. He's, he's, he plays all your favorite music. He seems pretty cool. Seems like a nice guy. Yeah. And then everyone else who knows him tells you that your uncle is a bastard. Right. And has killed for less. Yeah. Everyone who is upset with HBO's The Last of Us is for some reason taking the perspective of Ellie and saying, uh, why are we mad at Joel? He was only protecting his surrogate daughter. And it's like, Doug, both of those things can be true. Sure. He yeah. can be a piece of shit and also be protecting Ellie. Well, and you're missing the most important part of The Last of Us is that it, it there are no good or bad guys. <laughs> They're all a mixture of both. Right. You know, like that's what makes it so complicated. I understand people's like desire to make it more simple than that, but it's not. And it, 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 it is specifically made to not be that easy for you as a viewer or or player what i'm just really surprised at the reaction from some people on the internet who pride themselves on people who like understand video games and understand the art of storytelling yeah i i think i would even go so far as to say that these some of these people not all of them but some of these people would pride themselves on being people who uh understand the nuance of these stories better than say the quote-unquote normal person yeah and just really surprised to see them all misunderstand it so like whiff on it so bad like yeah, you know it's crazy i have a theory if you'll if you'll <coughs> sit with me for a second let's, uh, let's you you and dear viewer i i think a lot of these people um a lot of them are the same people who really ragged on part two hmm. the same people who did not like how and i'm i'm gonna go spoiler free spoiler for now. free yeah 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 uh, Spoiler free. The, the the people who did not like the main plot twist of part two, mm. um, I think they have a major issue with that because of those same arguments, which is like, you know, Joel is it, like, Joel is the hero of the story. You You can't treat him as anything other than such. You know, like yeah. he, he is the he's the John Wayne, you know, like he is like the uh, he's the John McClane. Yeah. He's other Johns who are, you know, the heroes of story. All the other Johns. Yeah. You know? He's and, the John. Le wait. He's the John Lennon. No way. Hold on. Mm, oh, depends. Uh, he's the John Wayne G Gacy. Oh, no, oh uh, he's wow. The, uh, uh, he's the he's the John. 
John Bonham. He's the John Bonham. He's the John Bonham He's of the John story. He's the John Bonham of the story. Yeah. Um, yeah, we've gone off track here. Um, but you, you know what I'm saying? You know what I'm saying? Yeah. Like, it, it, I, I feel like it the is the same, the same people who are like, this is my perspective on the story. If you make him out to be anything but the, John like, the core. Bond Jones. The core John Jones the of John the story. Bones Jones of the story. Um, we're going to have an issue. And that's what they do. I'm not going to say how, but they make it very clear that he's not, you know, this infallible guy. I, I, I mean, I, I don't know how clearer Neil and company need to be that Joel is not a good dude. And that, uh, I, I mean, I guess because we, we are with him for so long that we feel like he deserves redemption because he, he's only good because he does a good thing in this he does story. The one good thing. Yeah. And he barely does the one good thing. I mean, he makes it, he gets her across the country and, uh, it's and, arguable that he does a good thing though. Right. By the end of it. Right. Because he, he like from a lot of perspectives ruins humanity. Yeah. Like he damns I, humanity. Honestly, dog, take this story from literally anyone else's perspective yeah that's not joel's yeah he's and hitler and he's yeah he's he, yeah he's, he's done he's, he's done damned. literally an atrocity to humanity i mean from ellie's perspective she broke his trust broke her trust yeah did, he, he he like and and that's what i would like to ask some of these people who are like he did what he needed to do he was protecting his daughter what about what she has to say about it what about her autonomy Sure. What about what she wanted out of this? What she about it, her? She made it very clear before they got to the hospital that this all has to be for something. Yes. And she felt very clearly that her life needed to mean something. Right. And if it meant giving her life, to her, that was worth it. Sure. So you get to come in and decide, no, 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 no. I feel like you need to live. Right. I feel like this needs to go a different way because this is how I feel about it. Right. And that's why Marlene threw that right in his face. And I'm glad that she did. Yeah. Because it was like, he has nothing to say to that. No. He has no, he had no defense he had no response. to that at yeah. all. Because it's true. You know, like she, he, he told her, you can't make that decision for her. Yeah. And then she said, you can't either. Yeah. And that was that. Yeah. <laughs> and they're both well, at a standoff. Like, well, all right, then, well. Yeah. And, and then and then you'll see some people say like, oh, well, if you look at some of the notes in the game, it'll tell you that they know that there's no cure for the blah, 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 blah. Okay, sure. That's in the video game. But in the show, there is nothing sure. other than the information that we are presented with that would tell you anything other than this was a cure for humanity yeah. and he prevented that due yeah. to his own selfishness yeah, yeah was his selfishness born out of love and wanting to protect the and, last good thing that he had in his and life understandable trauma yeah like we we get it no we one understand. no one doesn't understand that you can empathize without condoning actions yeah. you know like you can do that as a human being you can being. empathize while condemning yeah, you can do that too. <laughs> you can get it. You can understand where they're coming from, but also go, that was a bad choice. Yeah. So I, I uh, um, so we can, we can, we can move on to, you know. Well, okay. So look, look, we we've spoken ad nauseum on this show in general, 
at this point. Or I just, think just at just at all at nauseum, just period. Generally, yeah, yeah. I'm nauseous. I, I am nauseum right now. <laughs> I am nauseum. Um, what? Would we rate this out of six bottle caps? This show. The show? The show overall. Episode one to nine. Before we move on to speculation, obviously. Six. A six out of six bottle caps. Yeah. I would. I'm gonna okay. I'm gonna go ahead and I'm gonna go ahead and do it. I can't Right now, off the top of my head, think of anything that would that I would so drastically change about the show that would uh, lower the score. Yeah, I think it was, and what I think is ironic is that, in my opinion, it's probably the best video game adaption of all time. And according to some people, even that's not good enough. It's just really funny that whether it's a whether it's a bad adaption. Whether it's a good adaption, whether it's the perfect adaption, whether it's something that is just taking the name of the thing, it doesn't matter. There is going to be someone in the corner of the internet who is like, nope, not my Last of Us, not my Joel, not sure. my Ellie. Yeah, yeah. So to me, to me personally, uh-huh. you asking me, dog? Yeah. Me? Yeah. Marco? Uh-huh. Of the One Beer In Podcast? Yeah, that guy. I can't think of anything that I would change so drastically about the show Mm. that would make me give it any less than a six out of six yeah i'm glad you said that uh because it's a six out of six for me too (laughs) and i i uh i came into this show so apprehensive i i i won't say i wanted to dislike it but i was ready to yeah you know yeah and each episode along the way, it it not only turned me around, but made me become a fan of it as its own thing, you know? Mm-hmm. And I can't wait to go back and rewatch it because, like, I want to rewatch it without such, like, cluttered eyes, you yeah. know? Like, looking at it from this, this stance of defensiveness, mm-hmm. I want to watch it, like, knowing it's good again and, yeah. and, and truly... Uh, be open to it in a way that I don't feel like I really was when we, uh, I'd say in the first two episodes. Yeah. But episode three, I was in, you know? Um, so I, th- yeah, I think, I think Craig Mazin and uh, Neil Druckmann were a match made in heaven. I'm, I'm, I'm glad that worked out because hearing what could have been just makes me so grateful that we got it in this way. Yeah. You know, I feel like this was, exactly how it needed to be made yeah and i'm I, i'm just so excited for where they go next well i mean it, it could have been anybody who was involved in the uncharted movie yeah yeah and 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 you know hearing it of originally being proposed as a, a like a movie the last of us being a movie yeah as cool as it would have been seeing somebody throwing you know dozens of million dollars at this thing for a two-hour project you know i think i I think neil Druckmann's right in in all of his interviews he's always said like we we had propositions for that but they couldn't do it right in that amount of time yeah and i'm so glad that like there was a creator there to say that in a position of power mind you to say no 
No, yeah. that's not that that won't do. Yeah. You know, somebody who believed in their project enough to be like, this is a story that needs to be told in Correctly. the way that it needs to be told. Correctly. Yeah. yeah, yeah, yeah. And for him to be so involved, I think, is hopefully going to be a a new wave of video game creators having that sort of creative power uh, in these executive offices yeah. and, and, and being able to have some creative choices in these things. I, I would love to see like Hideo Kojima put in the same position to make a Metal Gear movie or, you know, a Death Stranding movie or something, you know? <laughs> yeah. Good luck with that, buddy. I know. I know. I know. I know Konami. I, yeah. Konami, Konami. They don't get along. He's got him by the balls. <laughs> <laughs> they don't care. They don't care. Uh, solid Snake. <laughs> Good guy. Good guy. I would have sent him in Iran. <laughs> Let me tell you something. If he wanted to go to Ukraine, I would have sent Solid Snake to Ukraine. <laughs> Things would have been different. Yeah, you think Putin would have been having that kind of discussion with Solid Snake? I don't think I don't so. I think so. Not my Solid Snake. Mm. <laughs> Not my guy. <laughs> Not Putin. <laughs> My beauty. <laughs> I want. I want to write a book from Donald Trump's perspective called "Not My Putin." <laughs> Not my Putin. Yeah. Not my Putin. Not my Putin. Not my guy. Fake news. Fake news. Fake news. Fake news, folks. Fake news. Excuse me. Excuse, Excuse me. me. Excuse me. Fake news. Excuse me. Fake news. But yes, I agree. Yeah. Six out of six bottle caps, and I'm excited for the future. Yeah. My friend. All right. Okay. So as far as the future is concerned, we have what uh, has been told to us, Neil Druckmann and Craig Mazin. 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 Craig Mazin. <laughs> I like to call him Craig Amazing. <laughs> Craig Amazing. Uh, they have already confirmed that... Uh, the Last of Us Part Two is going to be multiple seasons. Correct. Right. Correct. So we all were speculating that Sherry? season two. Sherry. Do we go spoiler or do we keep it non-spoilery? Okay. All right. I think we can keep it non-spoilery. All right. I think we, well, we won't spoil it. No spoiler. Okay. That was off. First of all, that was off the show. First of all, that was off the show. That was off the record. You can't hold me to things that are off the record. I'm the president. I'm the president of the United States of America. Uh, Non-spoilery forecast of what we think is to come with the next couple of seasons, okay? First and foremost, um, the, the big twist. Yeah. Thanks, Marco. We can't actually talk about it. <laughs> <laughs> we got a dance around it. The big twist of the second game. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Why people, a lot of people hated it. So people are going to be upset. Yeah. And that's probably uh, something that they're just going to have to do. The people that uh, we were talking about who were upset with the season finale. Yeah. I just don't think that there's any way that they can handle the show. <clears throat> nice. Me. Uh, that is, you'd have to handle it completely differently. Well, they for, already for them to not be. They already know what's going to happen, yeah. and that's why they're rallying against the conclusion of the first one because they know that's where it's leading. Yeah, 
It is what it is. It is. What it, it, it is what it, it is. It is what it is. It do what it do. So I'm just I'm just wondering because it's I I, I think that you could theoretically handle the events of the second game with two seasons, right? Yeah. Oh, for one sure. season from one person's perspective, one season from the other person's we, perspective. We, we talked about how long the second game was. It's a long ass game. It, it. I mean, it. It genuinely feels like double the amount of the first game. So it makes perfect sense. Game. It makes yeah. perfect sense for them to cut that in half. Yeah. So that's going to be interesting. I guess the only thing is, I hope that they don't like stretch it too long. Because if you start. You, you you stretch it too long, you create two different games, right? Now you got three seasons. I'm sorry, two, dis- two different seasons for one game. You've got um, multiple stories going on. You're changing things in the narrative. Yeah. And uh, it's just a lot to keep up with, which I'm sure, like, watching this first season, I'm confident that they'll be able to do so. Mm-hmm. Just don't want them to get too far into the weeds where they're now like, oh, it's just another zombie show where you know because that's the beauty like the second game more so than the first game yeah is really about the horrors of man right yeah the second game i think illustrates or really i guess i should say drives that point home Mm -hmm. further than the first game yeah the second game is much more focused on like we are the walking dead yeah for lack of a better term you know like it it, it definitely it it puts the infected kind of to the side because at this point in 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 the game there is a time jump that's not a spoiler really um it's been widely reported don't don't come at me for that there is a time jump from the first game to the the second game game. it's been a while it's been a while but at this point, like, you know, the, the infected are still obviously a factor, but it, it is kind of a known factor for the survivors at this point. Yeah. So it is more about, like, communities and how people gather. And well, do you think that it's going to be a problem with the fact that they didn't show a lot of infested in the first season? The second season... They're going to have to show even less, but they've already said that they're going to show more. more. Right. So more and different infected. Yeah. So I, you know, I think that I genuinely think that they were smart with the first season by not showing as many because I think it was a budgetary issue more than anything else. Yeah. I've listened to the the podcast that they've done, the official HBO podcast. I was going to say how they recommend, but, you know, we can't do that on this show. Don't you dare. No, never. But it might be good to listen to. Um, we'll never as, know. As a companion piece, I wouldn't we'll know. Never know. I wouldn't know. I, I would never listen to such thing. I would li- never listen to any other podcast. Nope. Personally. Nope. Um, but that being said, um, you know, I, I, I think that they were just really smart with their budget, but I think they're expecting to get a bigger budget for season two because season one was fortunately such a smash hit. So, you know, I, I, I think they're being allowed a larger budget, which means a bigger scope, yeah. which means, you know, more budget for makeup and, and people to 
dress up as 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 the infected and and, and do some weird stuff. Play some dress up, have do a good some, time. Do some weird stuff. Yeah, you know, just get weird. No, I I mean like that that uh, that girl that went backwards into the the car that one time that freaked everyone out. Yeah, that was weird. Oof. That was weird. Nobody liked that. Nobody liked that. Nobody liked that. That was good. That was really good. great. Yeah, that was so good. The, that's what I'm saying though. Is like the way that they have dealt with the infected so far has just made me so happy that I can't wait to see what they do with even more. Yeah. And the the promise that they're going to do more infected, more bloaters, more bloaters. Let's yeah. Go. There's got to be some of the uh, the stalkers. More stalkers. Yeah, oh, yeah, yeah. We need God. the stalkers. Yeah, yeah. Let's get some yeah. stalkers in there. Some fucking stalkers in yeah. there. Now. And just just maybe more than one clicker yeah. at a time, you know? Yeah, yeah. Like a full on, you know, like like a like a scene where you have to kill like a horde. Give me give me three clickers at a time. Well, there was a threat of the horde. There was mm-hmm. a threat of a horde. A couple oh, of times. Oh, no, they came in. They came in to kill, uh, uh, what's her name? Uh, Tess. Yeah, but then, I mean, once they killed Tess, they got out of the building, and it's like, sure. what, did they just stop because they got into the building and killed Tess? They were, like, done? They blew up. What are you talking oh, about? Oh, right. That's right. They did blow up. <laughs> but did that kill all of them? Yeah. yeah all right. It did. <laughs> <laughs> all right. She all waited. Right. She waited a really long time. <laughs> yeah, she did. She did. Yeah, she got. She had to make out with one. She did. She did. gross. That was Ugh. hot. I mean, that was gross. <laughs> yeah, yeah. I hated that. Didn't like that at all. Anyway, all right. Yeah. So you know, I have high high hopes. I had it out for a uh, living. Okay. No, I have high hopes for season two. I think it's. I think it is very smart for them to break it up uh, into. Uh, but in the sky, apple pie. At least two seasons. Um, they're only promised one more season, but I guarantee, with the amount of praise season one has gotten, the amount of views that season one has gotten, they're going to get that. I mean, it's HBO. Yeah. And HBO, home box office. Even when they don't, uh, even when their show's not a success, it doesn't matter. Yeah. Because they'll let the show go for like ten seasons. Sure. Well, at least it's not Netflix. Yeah. They just canceled some show. Yeah. After one season, Disney Plus just just canceled. Uh, what was that show with? Uh, Willow. Willow. Yeah. yeah. Yep. Thank you, because I had to get two. I know. <laughs> I know. I know. I knew where you were going to go, and I, my brain went into fight or flight mode. And you won. Yeah. All right. We got to quit eating on Mike. Huh? We got to quit eating on Mike. We can't do this. I'm sorry. I'm, I'm sorry, everyone. We were having some checks mix. Mm-hmm. Can't lie. Now that people can't see it. It's true. They can hear it. <laughs> well, they certainly can hear it. Yeah. All right. Uh, as it stands, mm-hmm. a six out of six first yeah. season. Oh, yeah. And, uh, I mean, I guess the only thing to say is congratulations to everybody involved. You did a tremendous job. Absolutely. I, I, I am so impressed by the fact that they were able to do it right. Um. Yeah, I think there's very little that they could have improved on. They nailed it. Yeah. 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 So 
Good job. Good job, uh, specifically Craig Mason and Neil Druckmann, but everyone else involved as well. Everyone else involved. Okay. Y'all did it. Y'all ready for this? Mm-hmm. <clears throat> <clears throat> oh, all right. So, uh, if you guys have a differing opinion on the way that The Last of Us ended, the finale, the series as a whole, if you have differing opinions on what you think is what's going to come with season two and maybe three, you know what to do. Comment on the YouTube page Uh or send us a message on Instagram or comment on the Instagram. Make your voice heard. On the YouTube. YouTube. Yeah. Leave a comment. Yeah. Let us know. But otherwise, all we can do is move forward with this show. And what we do here is the cheers of the week. So, cheers of the week. Obi, what do you think, my friend? What's your cheers going to? My cheers goes to uh, the Rocky series. Cheers. Sherry and I have been going through the entirety of the Rocky series other than she was so happy about it she was so she was enthralled enthralled she was excited Excited. every time I booted up a new Rocky it was like wow another one and there are there are so many holy shit did you know there are so many Rocky movies so many they just kept making them and um, you know I, 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 I gotta say the series gets a bad rap I feel yeah it's known as a classic, but it's known as like a as a dumb classic, like a funny, like a silly, yeah, yeah, like a tongue in cheek, ironic classic of yesteryear. I don't think it deserves that. Mm. It's not a Rambo, you know. Like I get people hating on Rambo as a series, yeah. Um, but I feel like Rocky was the the you know the smarter brother of Rambo. Ironic because he was so dumb in those movies. It both. Really? Yeah. Yeah. He's definitely dumber in Rocky. For sure. For sure. Yeah. He's suffering from PTSD in Rambo, but he's just dumb Dumb in 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 Rocky. Rocky, Yeah. He was born that way. All he could do is punch. Yeah. And he was like, that's how I'm going to make it out the hood, by punching. Yeah. Well, he's... See, the thing with Rocky, after seeing all of his movies thus far, is that he's dumb, but he has such a good heart. Yeah, and that's what matters. As most. most dumb people do. <laughs> I don't know. There's a lot of mean, mean spirited. Well, well, I guess dumb you people. Just say people who are afflicted. <laughs> <laughs> okay, maybe I should take that part out of the podcast. Listen, <laughs> I don't mean. Uh, I don't mean. <laughs> the I'm just the saying, term is touched. Touched. <laughs> yeah touched yeah i mean there is a certain level of intelligence or 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 lack of intelligence from a person who just grows up being a mean bad person sure to a person who is a simple person yes 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 who has who who can who views the world in in very black and white terms like be nice to people but here's the thing rocky rocky in in the entire series proves that He's got more going on than you think. He's actually more intelligent than he puts on. He's more in touch emotionally more than touched <laughs> than anyone else on the screen at the time. Right. You know, like he he is he's the emotional heart of all of his movies. 
And that's something I didn't realize as a kid because when you're watching it as a kid, it's like, oh, it's like an action movie. Like you're watching it for the the fight scenes. Yeah. And um, you only get like the surface level of it. But I feel like watching it as an adult is a different experience. And I'm I'm glad that I did that. Yeah. Um, Because the movies are like they the further you further along you go the more cheesy they get obviously but mm-hmm. it's like it's good cheese yeah. it's like a gruyere you know yeah. like gouda it's a gouda it's a it's a it's a very good gouda yeah you know it's like an aged swiss if you will yeah um it is you know a lot of people point to like um stranger things as like a nostalgia kick for the 80s yeah but go back and watch the rocky series and you get the best of that, like, cheesy 80s, like, pump-up <clears throat> stuff that you need. And uh, personally, personally, uh, one of the first vinyl records I ever played, I, I vividly remember this, other than Thriller, was the Rocky Three soundtrack. My parents had that on vinyl. That's crazy. I remember as a kid, like, starting up Eye of the Tiger. Putting the needle down and listening to it as it came down. And then, like, putting my little finger on top of the record to slow it down a little bit. And it went, oh, you're the tiger. <laughs> I was like, this is the coolest thing ever. <laughs> and that's where my, you know, my, my vinyl fascination began. And I think it's important to also realize that, like, Rocky had some of the best soundtracks of all time Mm -hmm. at least some of the best hits on on those soundtracks incredible stuff yeah i saw a tweet that that resonated after watching them again it was like i love how the formula of rocky and apparently this this was about creed 3 so i haven't seen that one yet but it said you know i love that the formula of rocky continues to be play the best song you can find at the loudest volume you possibly can. <laughs> and that happens in every single Rocky movie. Yeah. And it's great. It doesn't get old. Like it, it's just so good. Yeah. I mean I wonder what the training montage song is in Creed 3. I can I Apparently can't. there is one and I want to I I don't want like that's a spoiler for me right now. Right. Like I'm waiting to see it. Yeah, in a theater, so I can just like be in, engulfed in it. Yeah, I, I honestly, I, I don't even have a good guess yeah. of what it could be. Yeah, so I'm excited to find <laughs> out what great. it is. It's great. That's, I mean, I'm, I'm just so happy that the Creed movies continue that tradition. Yeah, because Creed one and two did a great job of that as well. Yeah, and Rocky Balboa, as we've discussed off mic, mm-hmm. it is underrated, criminally yeah. underrated. Yeah, yeah. I, yeah, I mean, uh, the Rocky movie is just one of those one of those things that like old uh, immigrant dads seem to love. It re- that's that's the one thing I was gonna say. One other thing I was gonna say about this is that like it reminds me of my dad. Oh uh, yeah, yeah, yeah. You know, like, definitely. The Rocky movies Makes me think of my just dad. remind me of my dad. It feels yeah. like their time. Yeah, you know, like. That's it's just the kind of movie that they like. Boxing. Yeah. Most immigrant dads like boxing. Simple dudes. In the city, mm-hmm. you know, fighting against oppression and this larger thing, you know, coming in thing, on them. And, and like the the love story is like this thing where he's like, you know, like listen, I'm a man, you're a woman. It's Let's very just simple. Do this. It's like, very what, binary. What, what, what it's very simple. Yeah. You know, they. It's like they, I took you. You like fish, right? 
Yeah. You know, like what what are we talking about? Like Look, let's go <laughs> let's go ice skating. Well, I'll touch your hand and we're going to just get married. That's, that's it. it. That's it. That's it. That's it. What do we need to know about each other? What what are your interests? Right. What, what what are you talking about interests? I can provide for you. Right. right? I got a job. You're living with your brother right now. <laughs> yeah. And he's a garbage He's an asshole. Like I can get you out of here. What are, this what, guy is an alcoholic. What are we talking about? <laughs> You're a nice girl, I'm a nice guy. That's Look, your brother threw out your Thanksgiving turkey. Yeah, he did. What do you want? He's, he's got, he, he doesn't love you. You got to come out with me. You just come on out with me. Yeah. I, I can do for you that, that no one can do for you. Right. Also, you're a simple person. Yeah. You know? And I don't mean that as an insult. <laughs> I'm just saying you're a simple person. And I'm also a simple person. And simpletons, they need to stick together. And then they can have a bourgeois douchebag son who has an ear. Oh, yeah. Mi- Milo? Yeah. Milo Ventimiglania? Yeah. Terrible. Terrible. You yeah. only saw him in Balboa. Oh, he don't ruin stuff. Don't ruin stuff. worst in five. No, no, no. I'm going backwards. Oh, okay, you're going backwards. You're going backwards. Yeah, he's yeah, just yeah, yeah. a little prick in five. Yeah. I mean, he's a prick in Balboa, too. Oh, sure. But... Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah. He's more just insensitive when he's an adult, though. Like, in, in five. Or yeah. in, in Balboa. In Balboa, yeah. In Balboa. He's just kind, of, just kind of mean to his dad. Yeah, His yeah, big, yeah. dumb dad. Yeah, he's just mean? not present. I'm just trying to. I don't. I like. I didn't get his entire. I just didn't get him. You know, in that movie, I just didn't get him. You know, I didn't get him. Like his. He's. He's. He's this scrawny little like twerp. Uh huh. <clears throat> and he's working in finance. Right. He's like a Wall Street guy. Yeah. And. But in Philadelphia. And uh, he can't get out of the shadow of his dad. Yeah. Which to me. Doesn't make any sense because sure. it's completely different, like yeah. industries. Yeah, what yeah. who is in He's the not, finance industry? It wouldn't make sense if he was trying to be a boxer, yes. If he was like a bantamweight and right. they just kept comparing him to his dad, right? And they're like, He's too small, yeah. His dad was a heavyweight, he was a guy who took he was had an iron chin. You know, I think He's, five ruined that for them. What's wrong? Oh no, the doggy peed, Celine peed. But yes, I think I think five I think five ruined that for them because they could have made him like a boxer. Five five absolutely should have been about his son. Yeah. The reason that they went with Tommy Gunn is has to be some kind of studio thing yeah. that, that I don't understand. Sure, sure, sure. Uh, because I, but it, it, it makes no sense to me that five, five was very is clearly around. a misstep because they don't really acknowledge it in Creed. They don't really acknowledge oh, it. Oh yeah, even they, in, they even don't want in, it to exist. Even in Balboa. Five, like, five is is as far as the rest of the movies are concerned. They forget non-canon. about it. They forget yeah. about it. Yeah, yeah. Mostly, mostly because obviously in Balboa he's he you know he's more humble. He has a restaurant. Yeah. and a small place. And in there's Philly. a picture of Tommy Gunn in there. There is. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I think, I think there's a picture in Creed too. Yeah, of of Tommy Gunn. So yeah. they're like, this happened, but they, we're not going to talk about it. We're definitely not going to talk about it. Right. So uh, yeah, I I mean yeah. Anyway, everything you said, I agree. It's great. It's great. It's, it's great, great. Great series. Fantastic. You owe it to yourself to watch it as an adult, because I'm sure adult, most people yeah. have seen it. I've seen pretty much all the movies in passing. It's one of those rewatchables, like you just sure, or you, see it on even TNT. if you haven't seen it in a while, I think it's worth it to because you know, like they have the entire series for sale 
for not that much nowadays. Yeah, well, I mean, and they're all up on streaming. Netflix yeah, right they're now. on Netflix and on Prime. Amazon. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Amazon. So you can Prime. watch literally all the movies. Right yeah. Now. yeah, yeah, right yeah. now. Prime has uh, the Act first now. Uh, Prime has the first two Creed movies too. So yeah, check it out. Yeah, recommend it. All right, my cheers of the week is going to. Uh, Bobby Caldwell. Cheers. Ugh. Hate to be that guy, but I'm going to be that guy. Okay. I'm not going to gatekeep Bobby Caldwell uh -huh. as an artist because most people, he's beloved by yeah. the people who know who he is. Did you know he's white? I didn't until <laughs> the other day, and I saw a video of No, I knew he was white. Yeah. yeah. And uh, my mom is the one who introduced my family, really, to Bobby Caldwell. Uh, what You Won't Do For Love. And not just What You Won't Do For Love. Yeah. But Bobby Caldwell as an artist. Mm. She had the album, What You Won't Do For Love, and she had Cat in the Hat. Nice. Uh, two of his biggest albums. He, uh, I mean, obviously, What You Won't Do For Love is like his smash hit. It's the one song. He is, I mean, I mean, for all intents and purposes, a one-hit wonder when it comes to, like, never being able to reach the level of success that what you won't do will love hit. Prominent songwriter, though. <clears throat> he, he made some hits for a lot of other people, Yes, too. very much so. Yeah. And, and not for nothing, but tremendously successful overseas. Like, in oh. Japan and in other countries, he was still, like, rocking number one hit singles. Like, he nice. was crushing it everywhere but here, which is so funny. Hey. If it, if it got him a paycheck, I, I'm not hating on it. I, yeah, I wouldn't give a fuck, dude. If I if if you told me that uh, you were selling out in Istanbul, I would go tour in Istanbul. Yeah, <laughs> like I don't give a fuck. Who likes me? <laughs> and uh, I mean, he he passed away as of this recording to today actually. Yeah, uh, 71 years old. Um, a long long-standing illness. Everybody, I think, knows what you won't do for love. I mean, it's it's a it's a it's an amazing song. I, I would I would venture to say a perfect oh, R&B song. It's incredible. It's just, yeah. But what I would ask you guys to do is to go and listen to the album, What You Won't Do For Love. Listen to Cat in the Hat and listen to some of his other earlier stuff and recognize how good Bobby Caldwell actually was as a singer and as a songwriter. Because there is some stuff, especially on Cat in the Hat. I would, I would argue that Cat in the Hat is better than what you won't do for love. Uh, mm -hmm. I think it has more songs. Uh, it has a better dis, uh, uh, track track listing. I think sure. song for song, it's better than what you won't do for love. Um, and I think that uh, I don't want to. Like I said, I don't want to. I don't want to gatekeep him as an artist. But I also don't want to want people to just start coming out the woodwork talking about how much they love Bobby Caldwell, unless. You really go in and you do the research and you listen to the man, you listen to the songs, you appreciate what he did. Because I really think that he's an incredible songwriter. Yeah. And um, Interesting. Uh, he was apparently raised in Miami. Didn't know that. Yeah. That's and pretty he, awesome. He recorded his, his self-titled and then turned it into uh, What You Won't Do For Love album in hialeah yeah interesting damn it's like right down the street honestly it's a, it's a florida boy yeah, yeah. <laughs> wild interesting <clears throat> very very interesting 
He was incredible. I loved him every day of my life. I am very, very, very sad that he passed away. Um, one of the one of the only songs that I sang at karaoke. <laughs> <laughs> uh, so I just wanted to give him his flowers because he deserved him. I love you, Bobby Caldwell. Amen. And uh, yeah, so that's my cheers. Very good. All right. Before we get out of here, we got to talk about these brewskis, my brother. Let's do it. So, from the Hourglass Brewing Company, it's the uh, the chizzard. 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 on some chizzard. It's their double IPA, uh, double dry hopped IPA. Obi, what'd you think? Uh, it's a four for me. Four mm. for me. I'll say that because when I hear double IPA, I want something a bit sweeter, uh, a, a little bit stronger. Uh, I do like the flavor. And I would get this again, but I feel like it could have been the potential was there for something greater than what we got here. Yeah. I think that I don't want to shit on this beer too much, but I just kind of feel I agree with you that like there is a le- there's a little left to be desired yeah. for this beer. And also that like I understand this may be just be a business decision mm. that like breweries have to like keep making beers to I guess I don't know keep the interest in their brewery and keep sure. people looking their way and what uh-huh. have you but as far as I'm concerned this doesn't taste anything different than any other dry hopped IPA sure. that I've had a little nondescript it's decent it's it's yeah, not yeah, bad yeah. could I pick it out of a lineup probably, probably not. not yeah I agree with that yeah, so yeah, yeah. I'm gonna give it a three and a half. Okay, okay. Yeah. I respect it. It's not it's not bad. <clears throat> uh I would I would drink it if if somebody you are. just I'm drinking it now. <laughs> <laughs> if 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 somebody had it or, or dropped it off to us and hey, here's a couple of chizzards from hourglass, I wouldn't be like, ugh. It's good. It's a good beer. Yeah. Do I think that it deserves any kind of accolades or anything? No. It's just a, it's just a decent beer. It just sure. does the job. Sure. So yeah, I, th- I think three and a half. Okay. <laughs> Think we got it? I know we got it. Well, then let's get the fuck out of here. This has been the One Beer In Podcast for myself, Marco Dupa, for Adam Obesius Rodriguez. Yes, sir. Thank you guys for listening. Drink delicious beer and have yourself a beautiful evening. We love you. <laughs>